Hey, sorry for interrupting. This is Perry Kurtz, and I just want to tell you, I've got a new podcast. I know you're saying, oh, great, another one. Well, this one's different. It's called Happy News with Perry Kurtz. Happy news, good stuff, things to make you feel good about life. We're going to be talking to famous and infamous people that are friends of mine and discussing the happy news. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, and wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as watching us on Binge on This on YouTube. Here, mine is good, Roger. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. All right. Checking in uh, live and in charge from sunny Westwood, actually, today, Um, because I have to run some errands quick and fast, this, that, and the other. I am your friendly neighborhood co-host, Brian. As always, I'm joined by Sam, and it is 90 degrees today. No, I'm just kidding. It's like 85 or something like that. It's not bad um, today. But it's a nice, chill day, and we just wanted to check in with you guys because we're behind. We're behind on some episodes, so we're doing our best to catch up because guess what? Life is getting busy, and that's what you want to hear, right? You want to get to a point eventually where you're like, oh, man, like, you haven't heard from those guys. I hope they're busy. That's what we're having on our end right now. Busyness, action, movement. So that's what we want to encourage you guys to have while you're listening to this episode. If this is your first time listening, which it might be, because guess what? We just premiered on India's number one platform for podcasts, Gina. That's right. Gina, G-E-E-N-A. India's number one platform for podcasts. So if you're listening to us out there in India. Oh, shit. Nashang Malahana Anashna. That might be Indian, might not be Indian. But we're there. Uh, oh, like, oh, Indians from India, not natives. From India, from the dot dots, not the uh, wop wops, you know? Uh, and uh, so wop just- Wop wops, the, those are Italians. Well, the wop wops, you know? <laughs> so if you guys are listening, we thank you guys. And hopefully you're, you guys seem to, you know, the numbers are jumping. The rounds are being made. Statistically speaking, things are getting spread around. So, uh, hey, Siri, how do you say thank you in Delhi? No, not sandwich deli. Never mind. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, with that being said, let's catch everybody up real quick because it was 420, so now it's not as funny. But um oh. but yeah, what do you do you have any notes before I launch in on my stuff? No, man. Today, I mean, uh the other day I <clears throat> interviewed John Goodwin and that was amazing for Sam of All Trades. But that guy that's right. is amazing. That guy was amazing. Um he's a VFX artist. Uh check yeah, out talk the, about check that out the episode. Quick. Plug that. Um yeah, yeah, no, for reals. And he he worked on everything from the thing, and uh, debunked a myth for me on that on that movie. And he he's worked on everything. He's he was pretty much if you've ever watched CSI or any of those shows, he was pretty much the guy that created that um, where the camera would go into the the dead person's body and it would pull out and be like, that's how the bullet came into the wound. And then the guy would say something cool, and then the lights were on it. And he, he he had to do all those. He he had to create those shots back when CSI Vegas first started. I was like, you know, no one else was doing uh, like pretty much TV um, that intricate. And he was telling me all, all all these little things. And so yeah, check out the show. John Goodwin's an amazing man. I love the guy, um, and such an amazing voice. I need him to go do some voice acting because he he's, he was an actor. He was in Tremors. He he has a little bit part in Tremors. He's the road the road construction crew that gets killed like at the beginning of the movie. He's like one of the first victims. Fucking um yeah, he was in that movie. He's been in a bunch of stuff. So he's a cool cool cat. Great interview. Yeah, great Make guy. sure that you guys go check that out. 
anywhere uh, podcasts are available uh, because it is a it's a good time. So it's it's a fun, good time. Um, so we'll have him back definitely. Yeah, for sure. And and uh, there's been some great interviews making their way over there, making their rounds. Um, so make sure that you guys are, are uh, checking all that out on YouTube and on the on Gina and whatever other fucking weird ass apps we're popping up on Pornhub apps. I'm gonna start putting these episodes on Tactic on TikTok. Um, I was thinking about. I was like, I was thinking about like promotions and, and, you know, I was also thinking about just uh, as far as the theme for the episodes, because uh, in the beginning uh, for you newcomers, we used to have a a, a show wheel and the show wheel essentially was what we based everything off. I based everything off of was the show wheel. I was like, okay, well, we got to hit this. Show pizza. Here's that topic. So we used to like ramp corners and things like that. You know, we kind of got a little more sophisticated. Well, we got a little, it was a little gimmicky at first. We had gimmicks. We, we had gimmicks. We had stuff. You know, we just didn't have that the, green screen the right stuff. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I got to come back. Got to get back to my roots. Got to get back into it. So I was thinking about um, doing porn promotion through porn, but not only promotions through porn and, and shooting porn and, and uh, you know, not being in porn necessarily. But tattooing, tattooing, binge on porn, this. tattooing, binge on this on dicks. Paying someone to get something tattooed on their face. I, I see a lot of this cameo stuff now, you know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you pay these people to like say funny things for you or whatever. And I'm like, that would be kind of cool. Like um, it would be kind of cool. Cause we would have Brad Pitt saying, Hey guys, come suck dicks on binge on this you know what i mean like it would be one of those things where we have the power and i can make her you know i can make well that's funny that's actually pretty funny you say that because i was looking at advertising today on amazon and kindle and stuff and there there there's a section like where i saw where you can take your book take the take the cover pdf of the book or jpeg and put it in a video a pre-made video of someone reading a book so it'll put it on a book that they're reading it, or you could upload your own ad that it is like 20 seconds 30 second ads that you see pop up on a website so a pop-up that pops up and you see like a fucking honda civic driving across the screen and then whatever and you're like fucking x out x out like essentially you can do that and we can do that with binge on this we can do that with uh, i mean i'm gonna try to do that with my um my novel that I'm, I'm, I'm writing. I, I was thinking of getting you involved too on writing and like doing like a 20 second commercial for it. Um, you can do the, the sky's the limit. We just, once you have the thing to put out there, you have to get an advertising, like you have to go to a website an advertising website. That's going to pump it out there into, you know, different services. Yeah. Because yeah. The, well, the Amazon one is weird because it's through them and you, they, you pay them by the clicks that you get. And, and, really for for the books it's not it's not cost effective it just gets your name out there more yeah that's the big thing you know um especially out here in this city as i as as time goes on it really comes down to like a billboard or or just even something as simple as having business cards you know um there was an interesting conversation that I was having with the casting director and they were talking about, and someone asked a question and uh, they were like, 
you know, what do you, what do you feel like the, you know, how, how, how should we combat the feeling of not getting down? And like, how do we not get burnt down in business? This lady asked him and he goes, well, here's the thing. Like if you start going into the casting rooms to the auditions with the idea that you have to book this job or you have to get a call back. And if that's how you operate, you're going to walk away dissatisfied because most of the, the time you don't get it 98% of the time. Right. And so he was like, your goal should be something different, something that's attainable in that moment. So you should want to go And He was like, for example, you'd want, if you want to go into that room and you want to say a specific line, a certain way or, or, you know, you're focused on something that, you know, you've messed up while you were running lines beforehand or cold, cold reading. And you're like, I just want to make sure that I get this one thing, right. You know, no matter what happens, you'll walk away from the experience feeling more satisfied because you've attained your, your goal in that sense. And uh, he's like, because if you go in there going every time and you never get callbacks, you'll get burnt out. He's like, that's what happens to everybody. He's like, they, they go in there under this idea that like, oh, like two, three years, like I'll get a hundred yeses. And even Randy um, on Sam of All Trades was talking about, well, you know, you'll get these hot runs as an actor. You'll go, you know, six months, eight months, you know, I'm in a hot run right now. I'm getting more, you know, but you have to be aware that those, those runs will stop if you don't adjust your package if you don't adjust your reels if you don't update things and the same thing can be said about working out you know uh, you can plateau working out we've talked about it before on the show you can plateau as a person you know in your own life um Mm -hmm. as far as your own environment you know you 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 have to change where you're at you have to and that's not running away from your problems that's two those are two different things growing there's growing and there's running away from you'll hear you'll hear that you'll hear oh okay well you're just you know, you're moving somewhere else because you're running away from your problems. And that's been done before. And I've done that before. And I'm sure everybody does that at one point or another, but growing, you know, evolving, adapting, you know, those are, those are different things. Those are taking account of who you are and your place in the universe and your own plan and your own system. And then like putting it towards the goal. And so when Mm -hmm. he said that, I was like, yeah, I feel that. Like for me, the biggest goal is just getting that audition like even just making your way through the your best goal should of the be, best your goal i believe if you're going to be auditioning like that your goal should be hitting like trying to all right this this week i hit let's say six auditions four auditions whatever it may be the next week should try to hit the same or above yeah see that's not a good goal though because no? you can't dictate the the amount of of callbacks you're going to get that you're already setting a goal that isn't that isn't necessarily doable. So, so what goal should should uh, someone set? If you're going in to an audition, well, no, because you're saying people are going into audition wanting, looking at it as if like they need this, they need to get this. right. Like if you go into the audition so and go, the only way that be? this is going to be a win is if I get a callback mm-hmm. or if I book, you know, or if I um book the job, you know, but you can't do that because you'll get burnt out because you're not going to, you don't have that type of success rate. Nobody Mm -hmm. in our level where we're Mm -hmm. at has that type of success rate. The only way that happens is you get known like my, my business teacher, the lady who's teaching me all this stuff. That's what she says. She's like, you're going to, you're going to be doing this for five years steady, steadily. You know, you'll do series stuff. You'll do commercials. You do all this and you'll build it. 
until the city knows who you are. And once mm-hmm. the city knows who you are, and once you've made good impressions on casting directors, and once you've created a relationship with these people, then you don't start. Then then it's a different ball game. At that point, then you're getting you know. So don't worry about agents. Don't worry about what for me as an actor is what I'm I'm saying. I don't know. It, it, it'll be different with everybody else. And I personally think maybe it applies to everything, whether you're writing scripts or writing books or anything, like don't worry about any of the agents or the manager, things like that is what she tells us. She's like, you need to focus on your material. You need to make sure that you know what you're doing so that when somebody says, Hey, we need this, you're like, Oh, okay. I'm available. And a lot of it is superficial. You know, a lot of it is headshot stuff. A lot of it is like how, how well you look, you know, but sometimes you, there's a part, there's a part you're finally doing laundry. There's, there's a part where you got to do laundry. There's a part where like you have to grow a mustache out. There's a part where you got to have you be ugly and there's always someone available to fill that spot, you know? And so that you was, you got to be that guy. You got to be that guy. You know what I mean? But you'll also have to set, you have to set attainable goals for yourself in that environment. And that's where it's kind of different from the gym because the gym is something where you can calculate exactly what's going on. You can lift up a 25 pound weight and go, Oh, this is 25 pound weights. And I will Mm -hmm. always have access to this 25 pound weight every single day I come in. But imagine a gym where some days you can't find the 25 pound weight. Some days you can't even Uh, find any of the fucking weights. It's a fucking most of the gyms out here in LA. So what you do is you use your body weight. And you start doing push-ups and you start doing curl-ups. And the equivalent of that would be writing a bunch of short stories in one day and setting that goal. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to write three short stories today and just have that. For an actor, it would be, okay, well, I'm going to record three monologues today or I'm going to re- you know, edit this or I'm going to clip out what I can out of the podcast that goes better with my voiceover. So like those type of goals are the goals that you should be setting for yourself as far as the in- entertainment industry. Yeah. You could and even well, that, what? No, Go no, I was gonna it. say you could even You're attribute it to, to everything else. Like uh I'm yeah, just because of time. So a lot of these a lot of these shorter episodes until this quarantine over is just gonna be me steamrolling through all of my insane thoughts. Uh, what were you saying? Go ahead. Uh ah, you don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, not, so, any, not anymore. Too so long. with that but back to advertising. Said, Back, back to advertising because we, we went off on a tangent. To loop it back. To loop it back. <laughs> back to advertising. I was thinking of um, going to a print shop and getting like a back uh, backdrop kind of printed out. Something that has like, you know, binge on this, you know, Sam of all Well, you trades. cut your hair, so we have to reshoot pictures, you know. Yeah, that too. Our um, old logos have you with, your, with two long-haired guys. You yeah. know, so you wouldn't want to put, and uh, I was no, thinking like about that dude. too, also, and just, and I'm not saying that in that general, but I was thinking about that when when you did that, and I and I laughed because I was like, I was like, he just got headshots. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't get headshots. Well, I know, but I'm saying you got author, author pictures for, with long hair, and I because yeah, we were talking not- about headshots in my business class, and you know we're trying to figure things out in the Hollywood winter circle. That's a little plug that nobody ever even knows, but anything, but um. I was like, yeah, I need to figure, you know, this, that, or that. And she was like, look, whatever you do, and of course it's different because you're, in, you know, as an actor, you know, that's what it is. She was like, whatever you do, just don't change your appearance randomly or overnight in between shots because you end up paying like $500 for a session and then you'll go back and pay another $500 once you have that. And I, was, and I laughed in my head because I was like, oh man, like imagine if you were just like, ah, and then just gotten yeah. like, you know, sick ass headshots. But it's been known yeah, to happen. You no, know, I, I did this. Uh, I did this, I mean, out of necessity almost. I, I was noticing I was starting to really, really get thin hair up here. And I was like, 
uh, the, my hair was breaking. I needed to, I needed a change. I needed to get my scalp healthy because my scalp hasn't been healthy since I moved to LA, man. I had to get medical fucking shampoo. Fucking yeah. She's crazy. She, I don't know what's going on. She said that's happened before, you know, with some, with some people, you know, that they've, they've had to cut it, you know, for mm-hmm. whatever particular reason, gum in the hair or, or an onset accident or something like that. But, you know, Michael Jackson's part, hair on fire. Right. So for the most part, though, your appearances as an actor are advertising. Now, you'll have a conversation with, let's say, you know, um, John Nicholson, you know, who, who cuts trees down in Iowa, you know. And when you interview him, you know, he's a country man, you know. He's a, a Midwest Iowa man. To him, it doesn't matter if his socks don't match. You know, it doesn't matter to him if he has a 5 o'clock shadow. As long as the job gets done, you know, and he does it with respect, he could he could do it naked for all he cares. Probably not safe because he chainsaws wood all day, but you know that type of advertisement is different out in the Midwest, but that's changing according to him. You know, he says he he says now when he goes around and he walks around and he talks to people, they'll look at his socks and they won't look at him in the face first. They'll they'll look at his socks and they'll be like, who? Just people who say oh, when he goes into town or do whatever and no. like. Yeah, like, but how did you talk about his socks? Like, is that a big deal? Do people look he, at people's socks? Maybe. Well, for us out here, it might not be because if you wear two socks, you're setting up trends. You know what I mean? And they're like, hey, maybe I should wear two socks. Like, but in other places, you wouldn't think it would. And he's saying now he he feels in, in the environment that it is. You know, now he feels like. If he were to wear, you know, sometimes, you know, he just wears two different socks. Sometimes, you know, the laundry's not done. Are you wearing two socks or whatever? It doesn't matter. Sometimes I wear Why two the socks. fuck does anyone care? Exactly. You know what I mean? But when it comes down to it, you know, that's a form of advertising for him. He can't necessarily control that, unfortunately. So you're talking about people's perceptions at this point. Well, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, if you were to advertise... I mean, perception and advertising are the same thing. Like that's the, the yeah. And, and when you're an actor, you're you're the you're you're the company, like your body. But I'm starting to think as technology out. progresses, it's starting to increase more. You know what I mean? Like it's starting to be more more. It, it it's starting to become something more serious, even amongst the country folk. Like being clean and being like, and I'm not against not being clean. Like I, I love being clean. You know what I mean? Like. But do you see as many micro dirty people anymore? Maybe we don't you live in that environment as much, but like, like, uh, yeah, not in LA. Yeah, like not in LA, but I don't There's know. A lot like, of flyover states. A lot of flyover states. A yeah, lot so of flyover like states. The majority that majority are starting to become technologically aware. Well, you know so what I mean? Like, that all have phones, they all have iPhones, they all have Boost Mobiles and straight up phones and they all have access to internet now, you know what I mean? And like, it's just... And it's turning them into... It's turning them into redneck snobs. You know what I mean? I think it's turning people into... I think it's making people think they're better Let's than they are. Look at that there, kid. He's got socks on. Yeah. Two socks there, boy. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so... You, God, know, you, you need this Gucci belt. Right. And so the reason I bring up uh, as far as advertising um, as a whole, you know, is it, it, you are right. It, it's about perception, but it also becomes about, 
your own perception for yourself. When I was younger, I used to wear baggy pants all the time. I still wear baggy pants sometimes. I love my shorts baggy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you I'm need a, to wear shoes. I'm a shorts baggy man. I love my flip-flops. I like to hold my nuts. It happens. It's one of those things that people like to do. And you know what? I'll own up to it. I like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just like a, I'm, you that's know. That's why the door handles were always gross. Gross guy. But that's, but you know what I mean? Like when I was younger, I literally didn't care. I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Now I remember my best buddy, Jonathan Abraham Nasty, Jay Nasty, as he's affectionately known amongst people. Uh, Jay Nasty was like, hey, you know what, man? He's like, my mom says, Mama Halloween is like, my mom says, if you were to wear tighter pants, like pants that weren't so baggy, you would look taller. And I was like, huh. And it was like one of the first times where I was kind of actually like, that's interesting. Like, that's an interesting, that's an interesting give and take there. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying I started throwing on pants automatically, but it did make me seem a little bit more aware of like, oh man, like, huh, like, People, people look at you, and even if you don't feel like those pants make you look taller, other people think you look taller in those pants. So I'm like 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, I say that because when you see me and meet me in, in person, I'm like 5'7", five, five, and I'll surprise you. But it was such a mind-blowing concept to me that somebody that I had known for such a good portion of my life thought that, you know what I mean? And me, I could care less. I could wear jeans. I could wear a fig leaf. I could wear you you know not you i'm saying the person that's listening nice not <laughs> sam but the person that's listening oh, we're you um and i'd be fine but now and now that i'm in this business where as an actor you know with it, it, it make or it, it pretty much makes or breaks you you know what i mean like it's such dangerous ground to walk around on that it makes you really aware when it comes down to advertising, like what what really are you advertising? What is the game plan when it comes to like your strategy and your plan, you know, for advertising? And I don't know, like that's just, I wrote a bunch of that down during the class because it really got me thinking overall. Like that. That's the why there's a lot story. of vain narcissists out here, honestly. A lot yeah. of vain, vain people out here walking around, you know, just, I don't know. That's probably because it breeds that it, it, it brings does it breed like it or that. does it attract it you know what it i mean both. like i think it i think both because i mean you never really cared about it that much before and now that you're getting into this now you're starting to be like i have oh, yeah, to. like maybe maybe i should like shave my neck maybe i need to you know uh, like I'm, maybe i have to be cleaner <laughs> every day like maybe i have to like yeah. you know like maybe maybe i should wear socks <laughs> maybe i should stop wearing flip-flops all the time you know but <laughs> I, I think those are adjustments and those are like exchanges again that you make with your own universe or God or system or whatever you want to call it. But pardon me, I'm getting that dry mouth and I forgot my, my water. Um, <coughs> Dying over here. COVID. Yeah, I ran it all the way through, but, um, but yeah, so I thought that was, that was, that was crazy and that was interesting. So as far as advertising goes, you know, as a writer, it's probably a little bit easier. You could, you could wear, clown masks and you get you get one shot like like i remember stephen king i mean he had the same picture on the back of his book for fucking ever like one from way 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 back i mean yeah it doesn't matter that much at that point i could put my long hair picture i could put my short hair picture no one you don't really see authors i mean how am i gonna go sign books any anytime soon i don't think so yeah no i mean that's not i i feel you um doesn't matter what i look like 
hair short, long. I'll have probably have it long again. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll shave my head if I start keep balding. It doesn't matter. To it, it don't change the taste of mustard. I'll do the Heisenberg. I'll I'll get the goatee going and have a bald head. All right. So uh, I want to because we're close to our call time. But one of the things that I wrote down here is recently there was a high speed chase. And I was fascinated. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch that one. Fascinated um, by it. My what friend. happened? Ah, you know, just some cholo homies out there gang banging, and they got caught doing some shenanigans, and some and some and some hooliganizing, and they got in trouble. Um, but it's such a crazy thought to think, hey, like I, I'm, I'm screwed. You know, it's over. No matter what happens, right? You know, I, I robbed the Starbucks. I'm going away. I'm going away, homie. Like now it's a matter of how much clout I go in for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, or how many more years you're gonna add on to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stomach. Because you know what? Just they're betting that they're that going. corona's gonna let them out. You know what I mean? They're doubling down that corona's gonna keep on on letting people out, you know, and all they gotta do in there and say that they have diabetes. You know what I'm saying? But just I would just sit there once you're caught, just stick your hands up, keep your mouth shut. Get a lawyer, get the fuck out. Sanity, right? Uh, yeah. So it got me thinking. I was like, huh, I never see enough police chases. And I also remember we used to have a show called Olden Times TV. And so in honor of Perry Kurtz uh, arriving back to us in, in good health, uh, I want to do a little, a little Olden Times TV, and we're going to watch uh, the top 10 best police chases. And, uh, and uh, just so that you guys can uh, – Check it out, and I'll describe it for our listeners. So we're going to start off with a guy named the Limo Lunatic. Due to a mechanical failure, this limo had to use reverse to get away. He's hitting that reverse. After a slow but entertaining pursuit, the driver drove into a tree. It's a white limo. They got how, him, though. How long did he go? Like, that's, that's a Cadillac, too. All right, number well, nine, not only that, but Not only that, but how? that's a lot of skill. Yeah, to go backwards that long? Through I didn't the have, mirror of a fucking limo. <laughs> I didn't have time to check, but that is impressive. I, I mean, if, it, if you're talking about a, a impressiveness overall, I think that one's probably going to win. Um, yeah, dude, because you're fucking having to get off the turnpike, yeah. <laughs> reversing in a limo. Yeah, it's crazy. It's speed Number nine, Brazilian, Brazilian blowout. blowout. All right, white truck. The driver oh, learned the hard this, way that the Brazilian police don't movie. fuck around. Ooh, they're shooting at him from a helicopter, dog. They got his leg, bro. Yeah, they got they him. Shoot his tires out. Wasn't too crazy though. I've seen some crazier shit in Brazil, dog. All right, number eight. The lumberjack move. Damn, homie got the full final destination shit going on. He stole a big rig, led the police on a ninety-minute chase in a log cabin. A lumberjack move. Sparks from the brakes caught the lumber on fire. That's so fucking metal. That's pretty metal. Oh man, that's so cool. Number seven, Orange County Scion woman. All right, the woman flipped out apparently. Mental breakdown. Look at her hitting the whip, hitting the skirt. Yeah, and those things. Have you ever driven one? Look at her. She goes. She goes riding the whip. Hold on. Hold on. That thing's like a golf cart. Have you ever driven one of those? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna buy one of those in Arizona. Look, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Yeah. What a g. Oh shit. Yo, you see that woman who ran over her boy, her husband or whatever, and then was yelling at him when he was all run over in front of the fucking Walmart, smashing no. his head in? No. Yeah, that just happened recently. She was yelling at his... Ah, yes. Number six, horse. Bulldozer Revenge. You know, I'll, I'll cover oh, yeah, the yeah. story one of these days. When this we came have out on time. Netflix. 
This came, yeah. this this show came out on Netflix. It's called Killdozer. Um, yeah, it's a wonderful story about a, a man who said enough of the corporate system, and uh, we'll we'll cover it one of these days. It was about an hour too it. long. They could have fucking had that show a lot or that fucking. Thing uh, yeah, too, I mean, it'll be perfect it was awesome. For, it'll be it perfect awesome. for one of our our short quarantine. Wasn't he? A, was he on that dude's show uh, where he he's a mad lad? Like yep. it's one of the mad lads. Yep, yep, yep. So local businessman sought revenge over his owning dispute in Granby, Colorado, and then he hand built a goddamn tank, turned a bulldozer into a goddamn tank, and he just demolished. Yeah, cameras all on shit. it. It's a monster. Cameras on it. It was awesome. Number five, motorcycle mall crash. That doesn't even sound good. You see a classic motorcycle just booking it, running into the mall, doing some. Oh, look at him go! Look at some gangster ass. He just went down the escalator. Looks like oh, the police shit. were forced to call off the chase, dog, because they were like, we can't go after him anymore. He got away. Oh, they found nice. him, though. That's fucking whack. Look of at him. course they found him. The fucking license plate on that thing. He yeah, but so you many know, cameras. he would just burn the bike, you'd think, right? Number four. <laughs> His name's on it. Yeah, Purple Haze Dance Man, baby. He's in a white car. The superhero turned criminal was simply trying to buy some donuts. Okay. All right. He's a black gentleman in a purple coat. After putting on a great show, he was arrested outside a donut shop again. Oh, wait. No. Are they saying that he went to the donut shop to buy show nuts? I don't know, but it would be funny if he ended up at a donut shop just by randomness. Number three, Mustang Cowboy. As classic Mustang. Black. Just oh, did a one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did a classic 360. Back. Ding. Did some pit maneuvers. Now. Yeah, pit maneuver. Classic pit maneuver hit hit the back end. Yeah, that was that was like stunt driving right there. Hell yeah, dog! Funny story. When I was younger, one of the guys that we're gonna have on Sam of All Trades, his name's Woody Schneller. He works in Hawaii now. Um, I think he does some type of forest rescue or something like that. But Woody and I went to JMU for Halloween once. I think it was like 2008 or 2009. And I was driving on the way back, and we were exhausted, probably still hungover. And I I like nodded out and I came to and we were spinning on the interstate. And I remember I like put my hand on Woody to like hold him back like a mom would. And like <laughs> Woody woke up and Woody was like, what's going on? Like Woody was hammered, absolutely hammered. I remember this. And Woody woke up and was like, what's going on, man? And I, and I was driving a stick shift at the time and I was like, it's okay. It's okay. I kept telling him, it's okay. Just hold on. Just hold on. Just hold on. I kept telling him, and I was really calm. I'm so surprised how calm I was, even to this day. And because uh, you I fucked just, up. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah, exactly. And like I threw it. I threw it. I did some Fast and the Furious shit. I threw that shit in the lower gear, and I was like, I was like turning against it. And I was like, it's okay, it's okay. I mean, like pulled right into a fucking stop right there in the direction. The thing. He's like, what happened, man? What happened? I was like, nah, we're cool, we're cool. And then like a truck came up. It was like, like a coyote ran out in the road. <laughs> He was like, holy shit, are you guys okay? And I was like, we're good, bro. It was crazy. My old man found out. I tried to lie to him about it too. But he's a mechanic, so he came out and looked at the car. And I was like, the car's making some funny noises. And he was like walking around. And he was like, why is half the tire burnt off? He was like, why is half the tire burnt off? I was like, I don't know, bro. It's like, we just kind of woke up like that. And he was like, fucking bullshit. It was bananas. All right. So, uh, yeah, the Mustang ends up in the, in the ditch. Damn. All right. And then the final big two. Looks like a Seven Up truck taken down. Okay, homie, oh. homie had the thirst. Two hour oh. long chase. How did those trucks even look at? Ah, hey, he's uh. up for the people. <laughs> oh shit, it crashed. Hey, that's that's scary though. 
That's crazy. What a crazy story to tell your kids. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Are we just going to avoid like, the fact that that dude had a fucking mullet? Look at that. That's a fucking Look mullet. Look at that, dude. Look at that <laughs> mullet, man. All right. And number one, here we go. The big one. The big kahuna. The big man himself, OJ's white Bronco. Uh, That's right. When the juice was loose after he murdered fucking Nicole Brown. Allegedly. Murdered Nicole Brown. And his son helped him, too. So, um... Yeah, there you go, guys. Top 10 exciting. Almost busted. <laughs> almost busted stuff. Wonderful, wonderful, good, happy things. Um, so there you go, guys. Just a little bit of, of uh, a callback to when we used to have uh, segments and story circles and even a review show back when there wasn't a quarantine and people could record in the same area. All right, here we go. Uh, that's it our time guys do you have any final notes my friend um no next time we're on i'm gonna have my new book uh, my new children's book little sticky learners about coronavirus um, i'm gonna plug that so look forward to that and um no man i hope everyone has a better week than they did in beirut and um, right. yeah and that's about it man everyone stay safe out there i have police officer falls down elevator shaft during lebanese riot I don't know if I was trying to make a joke out of that or what, but that's what I had. That sucks, man. Now they're rioting and fucking up their city some more. Well, you know, somebody's got to be held responsible for that shenanigan stuff. Um, speaking of responsibility, I'm responsible to tell you guys about the rest of our amazing shows on Binge on this, uh, such as What's Hood with FC, which is uh, adding itself a new crew member. Our, 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 my little family, our little family seems to be growing every single day. And so uh, we're going to have a female Hispanic point of view on what's hood, which is going to awesome. add a lot of, of estrogen to our, our um, what's the one that the dudes have? Testosterone-filled yeah. children. That is binge yeah. on this. We also have the great and amazing classic, you know him, you love him, legendary dragon beast from beyond Perry, big slug chomper. Kurtz, that's right, Perry Kurtz, who currently has sepsis and might die. Uh, no joke. What? I say that out loud to Brian in the future and to Perry. Uh, Perry's sick, uh, but that's what happens when you're old. And uh, so how did he get sepsis? He just got some surgery for some lumps that they thought was cancer, and they didn't close it down properly. And uh, but he's in good spirits. He's actually at the hospital, you know, right now getting drained and he sends his love and he knows you guys love him because we see it on a regular basis. No other show on my network, on our network, has more downloads out of print, if that makes any sense. So for how many limited episodes Perry made for us at the time, it, can, it gets downloaded more consistently throughout each month versus the rest of our episodes, if that makes any sense to you guys. Right, so right. people like Perry, they love Perry. People ask me about Perry. So hey, how's time. he getting drained? How's I, he getting drained? Is it the one I'll, where they I'll, stick I'll fingers up his butt? Tubes, butt tubes. But whatever tube it is and however they do it, he's going to be fine. He's going to be great. He's going to be back. New episodes, happy news. Next week, we're going to do alternating days with Perry Kurtz. Um, you know, that way he, he Yeah, kinda, so what's going on with that? What's going on with that? Are we doing less uh less this, that, and the others? We're gonna we're what we'll do is we'll we'll cut it down and like on days where we can't get together, you know, we'll just have Perry fill in on that day and then mm -hmm. we'll just go back and forth. Like until this quarantine 
this is my new quarantine schedule. Until the right. quarantine gets lifted or till we can start doing everything the way we used to do it normally, I have to adjust the schedule in order for me to be able to, to do this at 100%. Um, awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Perry's going to be back. And then, um, of course, Sam of All Trades, which is out every Wednesday. Just kidding. Every Thursday. What's hood? Every Wednesday. Reading Ronin every Tuesday. And, of course, our tabletop RPG game, Rule 420s, which is a really fun-ass game. We're going to be playing new episodes coming up soon. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, Call of Cthulhu. We even have a werewolf game that we're getting ready right now. So big shout outs to Connor. You can find Connor at Flannan Games at Instagram. Thank you so much, Connor. Thank you, FC and Liliana, for giving us your time and for helping out with the network. It means so much for me and to us that you guys are joining our little family. And of course, guys, every Friday, you can catch us on this, that, and the other. Sure, it's quarantine. It may not be the same kick-ass motherfucker that y'all motherfuckers ever seen but it's still me me and this dude sim of all trades and me brian from reading ronin that's us from the other shows <laughs> and so make sure you show, guys check show. us out and uh just remember guys that we love each other and please be safe and make sure that you're wearing masks make sure that you're having a lot of sex safe sex but not too safe and remember to love each other and to stay safe and to dream the dream of a thousand dreams we missed a show geronimo right? Geronimo. Did we miss something? Did we miss a show? Oh my God, Eclectic Radio, which is coming out next month. I'm so sorry from Jason. That's right. Our radio. Let's our take radio. that back, Ronnie. Oh my God. Yeah, I think he's going to have a couple guests on too, which is going to be pretty cool. He's, he's that daddy fray there. Okay. All right. That's my time, guys. That's the, that's the, that's the horn man horn, horning me off. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. 